Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Monday, February 7th, 2022. And because it's a Monday, we got a Monday mukbang going on. Today, we got a bit of a surprise. I, I mean, I think I know what's going to be. I think it's going to be more of a drink than a food, but we're going to go with it. I got a care package. I was talking with Taryn Gessel, formerly known as Triathlon. Taryn, now just Taryn Gessel. And he was telling me about Athletic Greens. And I was like, I don't think I've ever tried anything from Athletic Greens before. And he was like, I know Athletic Greens. Let me have them send you some stuff. So I was like, okay, cool. And so a couple of days later, uh, this arrived, this box, plus this other box here. This is like travel versions. I'm guessing whatever's in here is also what's in the box, but I'm not sure. And uh, so I thought I would try it together with you guys uh, for the Monday Mukbang today. What do you guys think about that? So, well, we'll give that a shot. I've never tried anything from Athletic Greens before. I think they're going by a, I don't know if, I mean, here's the thing. I think they're they're calling it AG1. I've heard that before. I hear it like talked about on Rich Roll's podcast all the time. And I thought maybe they changed their name, but then this package still says Athletic Greens on the side. So I'm, I have to figure that out, but you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you guys have heard uh, people talk about this product before and we'll give it a try today. All right. Uh, before we get into it, let's say hi to everyone listening in on the podcast. Let me tell you what, guys. Today, I thought it was going to be a little bit warmer today. I thought like we're out of the hard freeze of the winter. We're like rounding the corner, maybe, or at least out of the depths of winter. But no, today, this morning was cold. I was uncomfortably cold today. I did not dress well enough for an easy run. So I had a bit of a hard time. Hopefully, that's not happening to you guys out there. And everyone watching this on YouTube after the fact, hopefully you're sitting back. Maybe you're enjoying some AG1 as well. Or maybe you're just having a nice recovery beverage like some afternoon coffee, which is what I also have mm -hmm. here today. All right, let's get to the chat. Martha's here first. She gives a nice wave and says going out for lunch and she's eating outside. Nice. After this, so please don't make me too hungry or hangry. We'll see. We'll see how it goes for today. And then Leona says, happy Monday, co-fam. Sorry to hear about Tokyo, Mike. So you're still doing workouts with lots of marathon pace. Yes. And someone else was like, what happened to Tokyo? Where that guy saw that CR wants to know what happened in Tokyo. Tokyo was not canceled. Um, and yeah, thank you, Leona, for your, I guess, condolences. <laughs> um, Tokyo is not canceled, uh, but it is kind of canceled for me. And the other group there, there was like a North American group that um, the ASICS was going to bring out to the Tokyo Marathon. And given the state of things over there in terms of what ho hotel quarantining would require from international travelers, uh, they're thinking it's not in a position where they're going to bring us this year. So I'll be going next year. They're going to, they said that they're going to hold my spot for me for 2023. Um, but, uh, it's not going to happen this year, but, but, and I'll announce it here for you guys. Um, and it's not that it's a big announcement or anything like that, but, um, I'll, I have, I have very few details. Like I just got like an email back from ASICS, like right before I got on with you guys. Um, and they had suggested, well, Hey, if you still want to run a marathon this spring, we've got a marathon that we sponsor out in LA that you can run. And uh, I was like, let me check with my family. Talked about it over the weekend and we were like, yeah, I think we can hang that, uh, handle that. So the workouts will continue. I confirmed with ASICS today that they will be able to get me a bib. So I'm going to be in LA at the end of March. March 20th is the date of the marathon. So for all you guys in California, we're going to do, we're going to, we're going to try to do a meetup. I think, I think things will be, you know, like safe enough for us to do uh, a meetup, uh, do some sort of shakeout run, something like that for people either who are running the marathon and even for people who aren't but are in the area, want to get to 
to get together for a run. We'll have to figure something out. Maybe I'll lean on some of you guys for some suggestions. It's hard with LA because it could be, you know, we could do the shakeout run anywhere or do we just do it like near the expo? That might not be as interesting, but it might be more convenient for me. So we'll have to, we'll have to figure all that stuff out. My mind's racing because I'm getting super excited for it, but it does mean I have to like train for a marathon for like another extra like month, basically. Cause if we were going to, if we were going to Tokyo, I'd pretty much be um, tapering soon. But with now that my race is going to be March 20th versus like, I guess it's only 15 days different, but I have two more weeks of workouts. <laughs> so I'm already, I'm already really, really tired, but um, we're getting there. We're putting in some good work. 74 miles last week, maybe 75 or 76, 74 the week before that, 70 the week before that. So I've been putting in the miles, putting in the workouts. So that's the story, guys, letting you guys know. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. Uh, Adam Fear says, run downtown to the beach. Does downtown go near the beach? I, I don't know. I haven't been to L.A., in a really long time now that i think about it it may be have been i'm trying to think the last time i was in la it might have been like 20 years ago so we'll have to see about that we'll figure i'll look at the map um but i know you guys some of you guys know the area david probably says yeah la and leona says excited for you to do the la marathon yeah i'm excited about it you know i have to look at the course a little bit more i know it's not the flattest course but um you know i can decide do i run it fast or you know they see there's I've heard this story about the guy that gives out the hot dogs and, you know, I don't really eat hot dogs, but I feel like when, you know, when in Rome, you know, I don't know. We'll have to see about that. Eric DeRitt says LA. Nice. And dad Ronald says, I'll be there. Awesome. Really cool. That's cool. That's what we'll be able to meet up. Oh yeah. You got the, this is like the LA skyline you got right over here, right? Or somewhere in that region. Mark says LA will be fun. The weather should be fantastic. I mean, you know what? Clearwater is supposed to be fantastic too, Mark. But Mark was telling me when we ran um, Clearwater together that this was, it was the coldest he'd ever run in ever. Like not like a winter run, you know, like not the coldest race, but the coldest winter run that he'd ever done. It was like 35 degrees, maybe something like that, maybe 37. So I think the weather should be a little bit warmer. It's borderline hot. I mean, it's going to be like, I think the low typically is around 55 for that race. So we'll see. I do remember watching like an old ginger runner video where it did look pretty steamy at certain points. So I'll have to do some research on that. Um, Dad runner says, are you going to stay in Pasadena? I don't know. I'm not sure yet. I have to start putting together some details and stuff. Um, all right. <laughs> Jeff Ellie says, I'm in an Azure class, but listening in as I can. Hello, everyone. Well, yeah, that, I mean, I suppose you should pay attention to the class, but if you're, yeah, this is probably better. <laughs> Good luck to you, Jeff. Um, Adam says, you don't have to train for an extra two weeks. You get two more weeks to get fit. I mean, that's true. It's true. My concern with Tokyo was that it was a little bit too close to CIM. So this actually does give me a good amount of time. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, Stevie76 says, recommend the VIP tent in LA. Heated. Snacks and private porta potties. Yeah, I mean, the private port, you gotta lead with the private porta potties. That's that's the thing. That's the main thing. <laughs> um that does sound nice. Uh Liam Mahoney says, Hey Co, what's the most unrunning shoe aspect of the Kawana Kickst? Um, I think just the firmness of it. Um, but it's like it's not firm for a, a stability shoe, you know. So people like already in the that's the Kawana video was today. People were like, 
see, I heard it was firm. I know it was firm. It's not a running shoe. And I'm like, it, have you guys run in a stability shoe before? It's like every other, it feels like the endorphin shift in a lot of ways, but without all the extra armor. I'd say the most unrunning shoe aspect of the Kiwanis. I don't, I think it's like, sorry, it's my phone alarm. Um, I think it's just some of the, the looseness in the heel. I feel like that's, that they've made it intentionally a little bit roomier back there for people to just have it on and be very like loose and maybe like Allen Iverson style, like not tie the laces and just have it on really comfy. I don't, I don't, yeah, that's where it feels just like a little bit like, I don't know what's going on here, but that's about it. I mean, it feels like a moderate stability shoe that's marketed as a lifestyle shoe. You know what I mean? I think, I think someone was, to, uh, I was responding to someone in the comments and I was like, I responded to it that way and I was like, I should have put that in the video. I wish I wish I would have sat down and thought about it just for an extra second longer. But yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a good shoe. It's just not my favorite kind because I don't like stability shoes, even moderate stability. Like even like the hint of stability that are in some Saucony shoes, I feel it and I'm like, that part doesn't feel good. I don't like that part, guys. So like to have it in a more prominent way in this shoe, I'm like, I get what they're doing. It's not my, you know what I mean? So... That's all. I think, I mean, I think, I think they're going to sell a lot of them. Maybe not to the group of people that are in this chat, but I think to a lot of people that are going into a running store and been like, I've been running in Brooks Ghost for forever. I'm tired of it. What else do you got? And they're going to see the Kawan on the wall and they're going to be like, oh, and it's good for all this other stuff too. Perfect. I don't have to buy another pair of shoes. Excellent. I like it. It looks great. So like, I think, I think that's what they're going to hit a, a lot of people in that way. So. I feel like it's a really good Brooks Ghost Challenger, in my opinion. I mean, the run feel is different, but like in terms of like who they're going after with that shoe, I think I think that's a maybe. All right, um, let's get to. All right, sorry, I'm going to scroll down. Um, I'm going to get to this box. I've been dying to know what's inside the box. Whoa! Look at this thing. It says you're going to need a smaller cabinet, I guess, because they're saying, like, then you could get rid of all your vitamins and stuff. But this box is gigantic. And I guess oh, there's a card in here. Welcome to the Essentialist Nutrition Movement by Athletic Greens. All right. So they say to take this on an empty stomach before breakfast. So I've kind of messed that up already, but I'm going to taste it for you guys. 8 to 12 ounces of cold water to your shaker, a scoop of AG1 to your shaker, and then shaker stir for 20 seconds. Let's take a look at this box. Oh, here we go. Ooh. Look at that. There we go. Let's take this comment down. Here we go. So now you can see it better. Here we go. So we got this. So, oh, so this is like a very nice little canister that your AG can go in. I like it. Here's a big packet of it, the AG one. Oh my goodness, look at this. This is like a multivitamin. Look at the back of this thing. It's just super long list of stuff that's in here. Uh, but it's got no, lot. doesn't have a lot of things. No peanuts in it, uh, which is good. No dairy, gluten, corn, sucrose, dextrose, lactose. GMOs, animal byproducts, a lot, lot of stuff in here. And then here's the shaker that they've given me for it. I'll have to wash that, I guess, or rinse it out. And then there's like a little, oh, this is like a metal scoop. 
It's a, it's a, it's a very sturdy metal scoop. Now what's this? It's a little packet of something in here. It is vitamin D. Oh yeah, vitamin D and K2. I'm, I, don't, I don't know, I haven't had a blood test in a while. But the last time I remember seeing my blood numbers, I think my uh, vitamin D was like the way lowest range of normal. And for a long time, it's been below normal. So I used to take some vitamin D supplements. But check this out. What is this like? It's like in a dropper, I guess. Yeah, it's in a medicine dropper. All right. You know what? You know what word I like to say? I like to say the word tincture. Even though I don't know that this counts as a tincture, but I'm gonna call it that anyway. Frank wants to know: Will it taste like grass or celery? I think. I mean, it's athletic greens, right? I'm thinking it's gonna taste earthy. I mean, that's my guess. I, I haven't tried it. Uh, and it says, I looked at the AG1 price. I don't think my wife would be happy about a subscription to that each month water price. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much it costs, but we'll see how. We'll see if I like it. All right. Frank says it looks more like a Thursday thing than a Monday thing. Yeah, I maybe should have done this on the Thursday for the happy hour, but I don't know. I mean, I don't think that they have food that you eat either, so maybe I should have figured that out. But we're going to go with this for today. We'll think of something else for Thursday. We'll figure out another happy hour drink to have. Mark, this is like a cell phone unboxing. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, you know what I'm surprised about that? Like, you know, are, are un unboxings dead yet? Are people still watching unboxings? Are people still doing unboxings? Like, cause remember, I remember like there was a time where, um, like shoe unboxings became even a big thing too. Not for running shoes really, but for like, um, like more streetwear shoes. And it would come in like a giant container. I guess I did a big shoe unboxing when um, Reebok sent me the Float Ride Grow. They sent it to me. It was a like crate with vegetables inside. Um, so I guess like I've, I've had that experience too. That's kind of what this was like. This was kind of fun. I, I don't know if every everyone that maybe when you buy the starter pack, that's what, what you get. If you get the essential. I don't know if this is like a special unboxing package or this is what everyone gets. But. Let's give it a try. One scoop. I got, I'm not going to use it. I'll, I'll use this later, but for now, I just, I, since I haven't cleaned that, I'll just use my regular mixing glass. Let's get a scoop of this in there. That first time when you open the, any packet like this, whether it's like a recovery protein shake or whatever, there's always that like puff of powder. I just got that. And it smells like vegetables, which I suppose is a good thing. Lots of little puffs happening here. Okay. Smells very... Oh, there's a plastic scoop in here too, in case you lose the fancy metal one, I guess. I'm assuming they're the same size. So we'll go with one scoop in here. Here it is. Here's the color. I don't know if I can get it on camera if my face will be too much in the way. There we go. And we'll drop that in. It smells, it smells like fresh cut grass in here. It does smell grassy. Maybe not, grass is not the smell. I mean, I'm smelling, 
like lettuce, maybe kale. And I'm just going to eyeball eight to 12 ounces in here. I'm thinking I maybe I go a little bit more water just in case I don't love the flavor here. And then get a lid on. And then this is my not fancy shaker, but it works for me. It's dissolving pretty nice. Jay-Z says, tincture of time, age-old remedy. <laughs> uh, Adam Fierce says, Lance Pimps for AG. Does Lance, Ar Lance Armstrong promotes AG? I know that um, Taryn does, Taryn Gessel, and then Rich Roll does. I'm trying to think of the... I mean, I'm, I'm sure I've heard other people doing the AG. Does um, Jonathan, uh, for the long run, do work with AG as well? I'm not sure. <laughs> I enjoy when you do the unboxing. It's kind of, that was, a, that was a little bit of fun to do. Um, Jonathan Crosley said, I used to be into the whole vitamin supplement thing. I cut pretty well everything out and focus on food and see very little difference. Yeah, see, like, I don't always, I'm not always on top of the food. That's the thing. And I think that's like the big draw for this kind of stuff. And I especially am interested in like the travel packs too, because like when I'm traveling, it's just like, I don't know what the food situation number is going to be. And I just think that um, travel is extra hard on your system just generally i don't know maybe in the future people will like man people back at the turn of the century were so superstitious about traveling they thought it dehydrated you you needed a day to rest from it and stuff but i think all that stuff's true and i think having like you making sure you got either your recovery drink powder or something like this i think could be helpful only thing is like i um you know, with so much stuff in here, it kind of gets into the vitamin category. And I generally don't like multivitamins. We talked the other day about my vertigo. And one of the thing, weird things that I noticed is that when I take a vit multivitamin regularly, it would exacerbate some of my vertigo symptoms. So, like, we'll see if that happens here. All right. It doesn't smell like grass anymore. It smells almost sweet. Cheer, guys. It's very green. That's tasty. I like it. I don't know what's making it taste like. There's a sweetness to it, almost like a fruit flavor to it. So this. Is there an ingredient list on this or something? I'm guessing not. It does contain soy. Um. Oh yeah, there's a there's a long list here. Um, maybe it's the citrus bioflavonoids extract. I don't know. That's ingredient number two. Um, or there's citric acid. Um, but it gives it a sweetness to it. I don't know if that's what it is. But um, it's kind of like um, almost like a blueberry type of flavor of my tasting. I'm not sure what I'm tasting in this. But this is good. I like this. This is tasty. See that? See if I like if I had this in like a protein shake, there's only two grams of protein. But if I were like if I'm gonna look at this like a protein, like a recovery drink, I would drink this easy every day, like after my run. But I guess you're supposed to have this before you get up and before you go for a run on an empty stomach. Hmm. 
It's good. I like this one, guys. Tasty, tasty, tasty. I could drink this for sure. I mean, it's not like sweet, like um, like a noon or, or like Gatorade, but there's like um, it's not bitter and grassy. Like uh, what was the product that I had from Unibed that had the um, beta alanine in it? Is beta alanine the right word? That one just tasted like like root extract mixed in water. Like someone ground up a root and mixed it in, in water. That's what that one tasted like. That's what I thought this would taste like. But it actually tastes like a drink. I I, I like it. Jeff I wants to know how many servings of this. Let's see what it says. It's a 30 day this is a 30 day supply. 30 day supply, yeah. It's made in New Zealand. I didn't know that. And it's NSF certified sport. So I'm not going to accidentally um, get dinged on a blood, on a urine test for, for taking this stuff. So there's that. All right, guys. I do, I do like this canister though. It's very pretty. Nice. Solid. Well, thank you to Taryn for sending this to me. I'll try it out for the entire, we'll see if I'll try it the entire month. Hopefully I don't get any like vertigo type symptoms from it, which I don't think would happen, but I don't know. Last time I took a multivitamin regularly, that's what happened. So we'll see and um, see how I feel about it. All right. Adam says, I did LA in 1998. It was a different course. My first sea level race after moving to Denver. It was a big learning lesson. Uh-oh. Accidentally sent a 10K PR at the start. Uh, and then PW at the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Terry Furlong says, call me old fashioned, but isn't it cheaper just to eat your vegetables? I suppose it would be. Um, yeah, but it's always not, you know, practicable. I mean, I think you could say that about like most nutrition, like sports nutrition products, pretty much anything that comes in a powder, you know? So like, there's a convenience factor to it. And for me, like I'm interested in this product because for like the assurance factor of it, like I can eat intuitively and hopefully that gets me most of the way where I need to go. I've been thinking a lot today about, I spent a lot of time thinking about rice and beans. Someone told me that if you eat rice and beans together, you're getting complete protein. But other than that, like that was, I don't know why, but that thought like stuck in my mind for like a good half hour today. Um, but there are times where I'm like when I'm traveling, when life gets busy, where I'm just like, uh, we're out of like when we come back from a vacation and there's like, there's no fresh food in the fridge and only stuff in the freezer, you know, having stuff like this, I think is, is nice to have. So, I mean, it's, I, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't think you're old fashioned, Terry. There is certainly an argument for that. And I would prefer to be able to get all my food, like my nutrients from food. But I know that's not, I, I know I'm not like well thought out enough to get it all. So Mark says he's also having a greens mix right now, but it's the Amazon generic brand. Oh, I don't know if I'm gonna go like a whole like foray into this genre of product. Maybe I will. Nifty News says it's Soylent Green. Soylent Green is a real product now. I don't know if you knew that, Nifty. I told my wife about that. She didn't know. I mentioned it. No, she did know. 
but it's like a it's like uh it's like Nutrisystem, right? Or was it what was the Tommy Lasorda one? Mega Shake? I forget what it's called. Shake for lunch, shake for shake for breakfast, shake for lunch, and a sensible dinner. Brendan says, I've been so tempted to get some of this stuff, but it's 109 US dollars and 150 Canadian per bottle. Can't bring myself to do that. It does seem like a lot. How much? I mean, vitamins are not that expensive for a 30-day supply, but I don't think, I mean, are vitamins getting you the same stuff as this? Is that the right way to think about this as a multivitamin? I don't think so, right? But maybe. I kind of like it, though. Martha says, we just eat salads of organic baby kale and arugula. That's everything we need. But for travel, it's not a bad idea, I guess. Yeah. I didn't know. I mean, I, I didn't know it was a subscription. You can't just buy it. Hmm. Lena says, I'm really trying to take in some protein within 30 minutes after a workout. Then putting in the Orgain protein drink in the car so I can drink it while driving home. See, that's a nice way to do it. You got to leave it in the car. Make it really easy. Make it really, really easy for you. You know? Jonathan says, I travel a lot. And to your point, I do find it to make an impact. I focus on staying hydrated and consuming more electrolytes, and it seems to take care of it. I agree. I agree. Like, you don't think that you're thirsty, and you don't think that the travel is hard on the body, but I just think it is. I don't know if it's, like, the circulated air from the airplane, just the stress of, like, walking around all day. Even when you're flying, you're still doing a lot of walking around at the airport, you know? It's just different than what we normally do, I think. Frank says, I generally put the amazing grass powder in with beet powder. The whole thing looks like mud and tastes like mud. There's a there's a product going around on Instagram where the guy's like, yeah, I started making my own drink and it looked like mud. And people were like, what are you drinking? Is that maybe that's this product? I don't think it is. I think that's a different product. But I don't know. Jeff wants to get me to give a review of the canister. I mean, I haven't, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a review of the canister once I use it. So far, I like it. It's sleek, minimal. Um, I like the font. Just simple. A, G, Sansera. They do. <laughs> they did. I feel like they sized up the trademark part of it really, really big unnecessarily. But maybe, I mean, yeah, I don't know. So there's that. Oh, you know who else talks about Athletic Greens a lot? Matt Chittum. That's right. I was just listening to uh, one of his podcast episodes today. He talks about AG a lot. Oh, look what's going on, Taryn. So <laughs> while I saw this, just in time to watch the first sip. Awesome. Glad to have you here. Thanks for sending this, by the way. This tasty stuff. I like this. And I do have some travel coming up. So I will definitely bring this stuff along. And hopefully it'll keep me on more of an even keel when I'm traveling. So I don't have some of those ups and downs. Awesome. Good to see you here. Mm. Lena says, I put spinach in my smoothies for my version of Athletic Greens. Yeah, my wife, some, my wife can make a really good smoothie, but it's very, like, inconsistent. Like, she'll go on, like, a smoothie, like, kind of binge for a little while, and they're really tasty, and they got lots of spinach. She puts lots of spinach in it. And so then I end up going to the store and buying lots of fresh spinach. And then at some point, she gets, like, tired of it, and then, like, I've got a lot of rotten spinach in the fridge. That's what usually happens.
Adam says, I don't worry about eating perfectly on short trips, like for races. Um, yeah, I don't worry about eating well. That's why I feel like having something to kind of like be a little bit of a backstopper or anything would be would be nice. Yeah. Frank says the mystery flavor is heroin. <laughs> I don't I don't think I'm I'm pretty sure that's not it. I mean, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't be able to say like no, heroin tastes different, but you know. So, we'll we'll see. Um Martha says, "Well, will there be because this stuff is uh certified sport NSF, so like um will there be a non-elite urine test? I'm hoping. I'm hoping. You know, we'll have to see at some point. Maybe I'll get blood tested um in competition." You know, um, you know, going now that I'm going to go to LA, I think that takes the indoor masters championships off my list. I think it's the same weekend that would have been up in New York. And then I would, I don't know what I would have run. I think there's a 3000 meters. I think that there's a mile or I don't know if it's a mile or a 1500. I think it's a 1600 meter. I don't even know that it's a mile, but, um, I think, I mean, I came in third in my age group last year and like they didn't care <laughs> so i don't i don't i think i i'm gonna at least have to win my age group uh at a, U, a nation national level masters championship before i get um urine tested and even then i don't think i don't think i will i think that they basically only will for at the masters level i think that they're only urine testing you if you're breaking a record and a couple of records did get broken that day but um not not by me Jackie says, Hey Mike, looking for our 2022 fall marathon. Is CIM confirmed? Um, I'm not confirmed on CIM. I'll pr I'm probably going to do it. I'm thinking I like, I think I, I can't imagine not going this year. If, if not to race it, to run it, but like, um, I don't know. Like, Oh, by the way, yesterday we were talking or on Friday, we were talking about, um, me trying to get a good for age half marathon time. Um, to try to get into New York, the window is closed for 2022. Someone else mentioned that too. Um, someone messaged me, but I did like as soon as we were done with the live stream, I went to check on that, and it was like mm, the window's already closed. Sorry, but you know, um, I don't know when I was thinking about um trying to run a 125. The Las Vegas half marathon is coming up soon, but I was like, I don't really want to. Speaking of like travel, like uh, I don't want to travel to Las Vegas for a half marathon race. So, I mean, I think it'd be it'd be fun, but it'd be like oh, I guess I, like, normally I'm not like uh, like if I'm traveling for a race, I'm like oh, grab some food, hang out at the hotel, relax a little bit, go to the expo. But if I was in Vegas, I'd be like, there's lots of other stuff I could be doing, you know. But like. I guess maybe I would just really just hit up all the buffets, <laughs> but um, I think I'm going to run the LA marathon. Now, if I want to get a good for age time, I have to run a 258, which I think is a bit outside of my uh, range of capability. I don't know. I'm going to have to look at the course uh, a little bit closer for LA to see if, if it's going to be a three hour marathon attempt. I mean, I think it's going to be either way, um, but how, like how, how realistic is it? We'll we'll see. We'll see. So um so ultimately though, like that that's for more for 2023 if I can try to get into your 2023. 2022, I'll still try to get into the lottery for New York. 
But let's say I get into the lottery for New York. I'll still probably run CIM, but just more relaxed. Maybe not trying to set a PR, but just really have fun on that course. I should probably book that. I don't know if that race is going to fill up soon. Oh, Martha, is the audio's out? Is everyone else having that problem? Mm. Okay. No, Martha <laughs> says it was their Wi-Fi. All right, good. Well, not good, but I'm glad I'm glad we're back. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna scroll down, everybody, because I'm behind in the chat. Uh, Shannon says, "Why not Indy for a breaking three attempt?" I think that would also be a good course for it. Um, it would depend if I, well, like. The problem with Indy for me is that it's close to Chicago. So I'll be running Chicago, but I'm not going to run Chicago. Like, I don't think I'm going to run Chicago as an A race. So maybe, maybe Indy, that would be a good one. I do like it there. And I haven't been, I've only been there once. That was like three years ago, I guess four years ago, almost by this November, it'll be four years ago. So maybe we'll give it a shot. Um, I think it'll depend if I can get into to New York. I'll have to look at the calendar too, because I either way I'll probably I'll go to New York this year to either to film it or to run it. Um, so we'll see. It makes for a busy November and then December too with CIM. This athletic greens, good, tasty. Passes the taste test, um, but I'll keep taking it. See if it's good. Like makes me feel better. I mean, I could use a little pick me up telling you what because of all the training uh the mileage and the workouts are, are starting to kind of wear on me a little bit today's uh recovery run was definitely a struggle it literally took me four and a half almost five miles to start feeling better um i did have a 10 mile run scheduled so like at least the the back half was fine but it took me a while so uh, Martha says kapuzi now that you're doing tokyo next year does that mean you won't register for boston the month after i'll still register I'll register and then we'll see like, um, I mean, yeah, we'll just see how I run it. I mean, I don't think Boston will ever be like, I'm going to see how fast I can run on this course kind of course for me. So, um, yeah. So I think, I mean, I think my goal is to like, not every marathon is going to be like an all out marathon. So I think that's how I'll try to balance doing all of these things, you know? Adam says to skip CIM and do Houston. I think, I think that like maybe next year for 2023, I may do the half marathon for Houston. Cause like I, I, I was, I was like, or maybe I'll just go and watch Houston. I might, man, that, maybe that'll be it. If I run CIM, then I'll watch Houston. Cause like, man, so much happened that weekend. And I feel like that would have been a good weekend to just be there. So we'll have to see. All right, Luis is going to LA too. Awesome. I'll see you there. Very cool. Very, very cool, Luis. Nice. And Jackie says that there's plenty of spots left for CIM 2022. I think he missed the early bird special. It's now $155. Okay. All right, I'm going to have to sign up for that one. And Lena says, I'm biased, but I say run CIM. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's a harder one to go to. 
um, if you're not racing it because it's a point to point course and that makes it hard to film, you know? So if I did, you know, maybe I could get Jamie to come out again. Maybe we could team up and have him film a couple spots. Like maybe I get the start, he gets like mile five and then I just race up to mile 10 and he gets mile 15 and then I get 20 and uh, something like that. I don't know. I'll have to see if he'd be interested in something like that. Or running it, I think, is just a lot of fun, too. Mm, JC's also thinking about the Houston half in 2023. I think it's a good one. I like that one. KCA says, happy Monday to all. The BAA 5K registration opens 217.22. Hopefully, this is medley info to follow. Very cool. Um, I did send an email to the BAA today or over the weekend to see if I can um, just let them know, like I would like to make a video and see if I get media credentials. Um, and I, you know, basically I'm, I'm assuming that I'm going to probably have to pay a license, <laughs> which I will, I guess not happily do, but you know, I guess that's their rules over there. So um, yeah. So we'll see what they say. I have a feeling there's going to be like, I, I don't even know if I'll get a response. <laughs> we'll see. All over like the BAA website for the Boston Marathon, it's like, we will consider media credentials for people who are from established media uh, outlets with a history of outstanding sports coverage. And I'm like, oh man, there's no way I'm going to get a media credential for that race. So we'll see. We'll see if they, you know, what they, what they say. Um, and I also did contact someone i don't know if i contacted the right person about trying to get media credentials for that um indoor meet i think it's the windy city invite where cole hawker and cooper chair are gonna try to break the indoor mile record so we'll see i think that's this weekend next week i can't remember the date i think it's this weekend so we'll see if i can get some media credentials for that otherwise i guess i could just buy tickets and try to go and watch from wherever i guess i don't know we'll see <laughs> he says, should I start a training block for the LA Marathon? Uh, I mean, it's coming up pretty fast. Uh, I mean, yeah, we're close on it. And it's like three weeks plus, you know, it's like five weeks away, right? Something like that. Uh, Brendan says, come up to Halifax and run the Blue Nose Marathon. I just feel like every any marathon in Halifax is going to be cold and windy. And like have like, just smell like cold Atlantic Ocean breeze. Um. Maybe I'm wrong on that one. I do want to go. I mean, I, my wife and I still want to plan a, a Tokyo, uh, Tokyo, Toronto trip, like a Canada trip, um, one without the kids. So we'll have to figure that out one one day once the world kind of settles down. <laughs> Jackie says, Kofuzi about to get CIF sold out today simply by registering and telling his fans about it. I don't think I have that kind of draw, Jackie, but. Um, I mean, I think that we should, I mean, I, I, I do really think that like that is CIM in Houston. I think Indy has it to an extent too. I haven't been to Indy recently, so I think that's part of it, but like, they're just fun races where a lot of people are going, you know, it's a good place to go. It's a good vibe. Um, it's, uh, very well organized without having as much of the kind of like nervousness, I guess, of, um, of like a Chicago or New York, you know? So it's like, 
they're just really enjoyable races to go to. And I'm looking forward to it. So hopefully I'll see a lot of you guys there. All right. And Martha says, who wants to do the CIM relay? I wonder if they're going to do, because normally the relay is four legs, right? I wonder if they're going to go back to that this year. I guess it probably says on the website. They probably already decided, but that'll be interesting to see. The Clearwater Marathon that I did, or the, the half marathon I did in Clearwater, they also had a they had a, mar a half marathon. I think it was a half marathon relay that they had. Like at the halfway point, people switched out. <laughs> Brendan said about Halifax, uh, you're not wrong about it. smelling like ocean air and cold breeze. Cool breeze. All right. Well, I mean, it's like a coastal city. I think maybe maybe I'll have to visit. I mean, I, I, there's so much, so many places to travel. So many places I'd like to see. Jonathan says Toronto's one of my favorite places. My wife and I used to head there regularly before we moved to uh, Nevada. It was, it was less than a two-hour drive from our house. What's NV? Jonathan, what's NV? I'm trying to think. New Vienna. That's what I think when I see NV. Frank says need to do like Valencia. I mean, it's such a fast race. Like every year it's like setting records, right? And like, what is that blue surface that they always finish on? It's a, it just looks incredible. Um, it looks like if they were to um, film like a half marathon, um, like in a movie. And it just looks like the entire thing just looks like a movie set. I feel the same way about Tokyo. I feel like it just doesn't look like a real place. It looks like a set. Because it's a very like, um, pic not picturesque isn't the right word, but it looks very like, wow, they went all out for this race, you know? Oh, okay. So Jonathan Crosby says, yeah, the NV stands for Nevada. Um, born and raised in the Niagara Falls area and live in Vegas now. My my mother-in-law was just saying that they really want to go to Niagara Falls like they've been but it's like it's been a long time and I want to go on the Canada side and I was like okay she's like because you really got and she was like really like specific about it because like, you got to go on the Canada side and I'm like okay I haven't been either for I mean I think I was younger than the baby when I went to Niagara Falls I don't remember it but I've, I have pictures of myself there you know like in the rain jacket and stuff from when I was a baby I don't have pictures of it my parents have pictures of it um, but yeah, but I haven't seen it in person since. I don't know. We haven't taken our kids to see stuff like that. Maybe I need to do that. Seek your elite series says, good day, everyone. A bit late. Good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, Jackie says, agreed on doing well-organized races. Never in Chicago, but I can say New York City pre-race can be super stressful for a first-timer. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, when they get that to be that size, it just gets a little bit, like, intense. Um, especially, like, the corrals and, like, just the bathroom situation and, and the expos, too. So, yeah. But these other well-organized races, I think, like, 
Flying Pig is another one. I've not done that one, but I hear that one's very well organized as well. People tend to do well at that race. So, yeah. I think it's a fun way to like, uh, it's a different, I feel like it's like a, a very different marathon experience too. Uh, KCA says, interested in the Peregrine 12, held the pair in hand yesterday. The lugs felt nice and deep. Curious how they would be in wet conditions. Um, for me, they were good. Uh, they're five millimeter lugs. So like, it's like, um, it's like super stripped down up top and super rugged on the bottom. So it's almost kind of a weird combo. Um, but, uh, I didn't have it in like super muddy conditions when I over at my sister's house, but it was like 50 degrees every day over the new year and everything was thawed and melting and wet because everything, it wasn't raining, but it was always like, kind of just like so humid that everything was damp. Um, on some of the rocks I was slipping. Um, but I, I can't, I, mean, I don't know what kind of shoe wouldn't have slipped on those kinds of rocks. I guess that is my like somewhat lack of trail running experience. Um, but I felt really confident running in those. So like, I thought it was good. I think it was the running warehouse video that I watched on it. They talked to the product line manager for the shoe and she was like, you know, we, tinkered with a little bit of the design and placement of the lug. So that way it sheds mud better. And I was like, really? Cause I've seen other shoes like those Solomon racing trail shoes that are like, it's designed so that mud will never cake up on these. The lugs are very few and far between, you know? And so I'm like, okay, well, if that's how Solomon approaches not caking the mud, how does this Peregrine, which has a lot of lugs on it, deal with that too? So I'm not sure about like super muddy, like, and when I think about like muddy, muddy conditions, I think about like those people that are writing in comments from the UK that are like, that are like fell runners and just like, it's where it's always like running across moors and it's just always wet and damp. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't encounter that kind of wetness and muddiness. So I'm not sure how we would handle it. You know? Joe Faber says, I'm running the Missoula Marathon in Montana for my first this year. Everything about running in the Rockies? Um, I have, um, but not for like a, not, not for a marathon. My, like what I really want to do, I'm trying to figure out a way to figure this out. Is, so for a while, all I really wanted to do was do like the movie City Slickers. Because I've now I'm older than the characters in the movie City Slickers. But when I first had this idea, me and my buddies were all the same age as the character, like Billy Crystal and everybody in City Slickers. There's like Billy Crystal, that guy Curly, that old guy, and then um, that one guy from Godfather. I forget his name. And then the, and the other guy. I think he was... Uh, I forget what other stuff. He's been in a lot of stuff too. The, the guy with the curly hair. But... Um, and I want to do like a running version of that. I didn't want... I don't want to rustle cattle. Um, but I just want like a running version of that. Um, I can never get my buddies to, to do it. Although we may, me and my running buddy, we may do a Ragnar together in August. So that might be something that might be something that a bunch of us can do. Um, so like, but like what right now, what I'm thinking is I would love to do like a multi-day like um, trip where I can like me and like a bunch of people can have someone else figure out the routes because I'm not good at figuring out trail routes um, and the food situation and the sleeping situation. And all we have to do is just show up and be ready to run a lot. 
and get to run in like the Rockies. That I think would be super cool. I, I think that there are companies that do that. I just don't know how to, I don't know who they are, or if they're any good. And um, now I'm thinking like, well, we should make that like a non-elite training camp. Maybe we could do something like that. Is the Missoula Marathon in Montana, is it, it's at, I'm assuming it's at elevation, right? Is it, is it hilly? <laughs> Cause that sounds nice. But, um, but if it's like a super hilly marathon, that just kind of always disappoints me a little bit. Like I'd like to run the Publix marathon in Atlanta, but I'm like, I don't know. That course is so hilly. There's something else I can do in Atlanta. That's not so hilly. You know, that's how I, I just, I guess I'm, I, uh, hills are out of my comfort zone, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Jeff Lee says the trans Rockies is like that. Thomas did it. Oh yeah. Hmm. All right. Joe says that the Missoula Montana marathon is 4,000 feet. This isn't terrible, but still I'd feel it. And he says, but one hill, one hill. Oh, that's not bad. That sounds like fun. Mm. Joe says it's a BQ and relatively flat course. So they say, I think every race director says that though. Right. I mean, I mean, as long as you're like, um, you have to be like uh, AC, a USATF like certified or something like that. Like you have to have an official measurement to qualify you for, um, to count as a BQ race, you know? Oh, Avalon Journey says the tour of UTMB five day does that. It's a week after the main race. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. That'd be amazing. Do you have to run with your passport if you're doing something like that? Because like you're running, like the UTMB course goes through several countries, right? How do they handle that? Like, there's not like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why that that sticks out to me as like, because uh, I think I was reading, listening to like, was it might have been like Courtney Dalter was talking about it. And she's like, the hardest thing, she didn't say, she, I don't think she said the hardest thing. She's like, one of the weird things about, or unique things about UTMB is you have to remember how to say thank you in different languages, depending on where you are in the course. Cause there's people out like cheering and, and supporting, you know? And I'm like, Oh, that's amazing. Uh, Martha says, Kapuzi, you'd love our 42 mile trail through the Valley here. 3% average grade. So like tunnel marathon, people could run up or down or a combination, get a huge elevation training boost. And it's so beautiful. That sounds nice. That does sound, I mean, like, um, I'm not afraid of elevation and, uh, and gain. I just don't want it in a marathon. <laughs> I think that's the main thing. Um, because then it's just like, uh, I think marathon is so time oriented that I just want it to be like, I could do rolling. I could, but I prefer flat, you know, for the, for the marathon. But if it's just like a, a run, you know, uh, I don't know, or a weekend adventure, then I'm fine. And Frank says UTMB is all in the EU. So you don't need a passport. That makes sense. Yeah. It's a says it's Europe. No passport needed. Did you need it before? I mean, the, the UTMB race is older than the EU, right? So did you need it before? How did they, I don't I wonder how they handle that. I don't know. Yeah. And Killian says, no, they're all in the Schengen. 
Skengen, uh, open border organization. So no border checks, I think. There you go. And Ben says, I used to mountain bike in the Alps a lot. That sounds, that's a, that's a fantastic sentence. I used to mountain bike in the Alps a lot. And happily crossed into Switzerland without a passport too. Cool. Lena says, I think Ben Parks and Sarah Place got into UTMB. I think that they did. And I saw also that um, um, Sandy got into, Sandy and I paper got into CCC, right? I think so. I think I just saw that in one of her videos the other day. So pretty cool to see everyone out there. I don't know how you follow that kind of thing. I've never watched before. Ooh, CQ Elite says, there's a Rocky Mountain Trail Camp. Last year's was 9th through 12th of September. Ooh. Like, I know, like, um, like so, like, Western States has, like, a training camp. I think it's usually, like, uh, Memorial Day weekend or something like that, where you run, like, um, I don't know, like, 50 miles of the course. Over a long weekend, three days, you do, like, 25 miles a day or something like that. So you run a big portion of the course. Um, I, th I think stuff like that's, like, super fun. But I think that that event is hard to get into and i think that they preference people who are like signed up for the actual race or are going to be pacers so i don't think it's for like tourists like me that would just want to be like i just want to run the course because i know i'll never run the race you know oh and adam says utmb is not older than the eu oh i thought it was thanks Greg uh, Derasinski says the Territory Run Company does one in September in the North Cascades. Ooh. See, that's the kind of fun stuff I got to figure out. If I were more organized, I could figure that out. And then maybe we could do like, we'd have to, we'd have to figure out a way to do that together. I think I could, I don't know. I don't know. It seems overwhelming. That kind of stuff is just like, I don't know how to plan that. And I just give up. I have a hard time with stuff like that. But maybe I need to make the effort. Now that I'm a trophy husband, I have more time to think about stuff like that. Current <laughs> says, I think we'll end with this one today. I just put together an office chair while watching this live stream. After two years of working from home, this means tomorrow all collaborations will be gone and I'll have to return to work. Well, Kurt, if that's all it takes, you should have made that chair like a year ago. <laughs> um, I'm nearing emptying out my wife at the beginning of like every, like all the grocery stores, like getting slammed, bought a two pack of giant things of yellow mustard. I don't like yellow mustard. She doesn't really like yellow mustard either, but for some reason we thought we would buy it. I don't, I, she bought it. I didn't, she didn't consult me. Not that she needs to. I'm almost done with the mustard. And I feel like, you know, I also said that my wife also bought like two cases of V8 for some reason. And so I was like, all right, COVID's done. I finished the V8. Um, that was a long time ago. And that was kind of at that um, before like Delta got big during the, like, over the summer when things were awesome. Um, but now I'm almost done with that mustard. So between Kurt's office chair and my my uh, pandemic mustard, hopefully we're, we're at the tail end of all this. <laughs> all right, guys, uh, that's going to be it for today. Uh, tomorrow's video, 
I think tomorrow's video, I'm going to basically talk about a lot of the stuff we did today. I'll talk a little bit about, um, but in more, more detail, um, some of the stuff for LA marathon. If I make a video for tomorrow, if I do, it'll be about that. Um, talking about, you know, why I'm still training, what I'm still training for. And I'll go into a little bit more like how I'm going to map out the next couple of weeks. So that'll be tomorrow. And then we'll do another live stream. We'll figure out a game tomorrow's trivia Tuesday. So we'll have something fun to play for tomorrow. Hopefully I see you then in the meantime, BCF out to everybody. Thanks.